Hello there and welcome to Bringing Out Their Best, the podcast for teachers of dance, drama and music. My name is Sarah Marshall from Performing Arts PD. Each week I will bring you a snippet of research or an interview with another performing arts educator to energise and inspire you for your working week. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the Aora Nation on which I live and work. I pay my respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander elders past and present. So on with today's topic, adopting an on-stage persona. Do you adopt an on-stage persona or do you perform as yourself? It's an interesting question. It may depend on your level of self-efficacy how introverted or extroverted you are, or perhaps you just want to keep a piece of yourself private, away from the public eye. To the best of my knowledge, no one has investigated the reasons behind this choice, but what is well known is that many performing artists adopt an on-stage persona to enhance their performance confidence and bravery. Perhaps the most well-known being Beyonce's on-stage persona, Sasha Fierce, which she adopted as a younger artist to overcome shyness when performing, a persona she no longer claims to need as she's grown in her own performance confidence. One of the ways professional performing artists and elite athletes maintain strong performances is by consistently using a pattern of thoughts and behaviours prior to a performance that assists them to get in their performance mindset, be that an on-stage persona or a peak performance version of themselves. This pattern of thoughts and behaviours is called a pre-performance routine and enables artists and athletes to find their flow state, get in that zone. Pre-performance routines help manage anxiety, maintain focus, engage a strong body-mind connection and can help to cue memory recall. Because every artist thinks differently, no two people's pre-performance routines are the same, which makes them difficult to teach. Traditionally, routines have been developed through trial and error, working out what tools work best to manage a performer's energy levels, feelings of anxiety, and to gain that focused mindset that allows them to get in that flow state. However, these days in sport, they are taught by sports psychologists and coaches. Some pre-performance routines take as little as 10 minutes and others have a two-day routine, but for most, routines appear to take about two hours. So, what is a pre-performance routine and how do I teach one? Pre-performance routines are made up of different types of behaviours. There's cognitive tools, which are thought patterns that facilitate that change in mindset. For example, thought stopping, so that when a negative thought crosses your consciousness, you put up that mental stop sign and replace it with a positive thought that facilitates strong performance. E.g., I hope I don't trip over in these shoes. Stop. I've practiced in these shoes and I know how to walk. Other people use images or trigger words or music to create a mood that mentally prepares them for their performance zone. Some can be calming, such as images of the ocean or a walk in the forest. But for others, the triggers are emotively charged and serve to pump the artist up, 
such as music with a strong rhythmic drive. Positive self-talk, having a loop of thoughts that encourage you to perform your best is the most common tool used. These thoughts are typically unique and reflective of the performer's personality, so they can vary enormously. However, what is key is that they need to be written down or well memorised, otherwise the artist won't remember them when the stress hormones kick in. Aside from these cognitive tools, there are behavioural tools which are physical actions performers use to warm up their bodies, engage that mind-body connection and help manage their stress hormone levels. Almost everyone uses some kind of physical warm-up prior to performance, but there are a range within this. Some people prefer to use Tai Chi, Yoga, Alexander Technique, while others use exercise and more physical activities to help lower their excess adrenaline and calm themselves down. Some performers require time alone, while others need energy of others around them. Take a second to think about this. Which one are you? Do you get in your performance mindset best when you're surrounded by others backstage, or do you require time alone? Distraction is a well-used tool as a means of stopping overthinking or becoming too anxious before a performance. Books, jigsaws, puzzles and games, digital or physical, can all be useful to keep adrenaline at manageable levels. I know of a professional pianist friend of mine who plays games on his phone until literally seconds before he walks on to play. This wouldn't work for me but this technique helps him keep his anxiety at bay. Superstitious rituals are also rife amongst performers. Many are nonsensical to others, but for the artist, they create a sense of control and can cue an optimal performance mindset. I heard of a male dancer who prior to every performance, he just wants to go home and leave the theatre, but then he takes a minute to sit down have a cappuccino and a chocolate muffin, then he's good to go. Memory cues and tools to help us remember what we have to perform are really key for performing artists because, let's be honest, we have to memorise a lot of material. So behaviours that cue memory recall are integral in many pre-performance routines. Most common is mental rehearsal, listening to the score and reviewing scripts. For others, the donning of a costume, a particular perfume or a particular style of makeup can act as memory enhancers. I read once about a principal artist in a ballet company who wore a specific perfume for every role she performed. So even years later when reviving a role, she would wear that role's specific scent and it would cue her memories of previous performances as that character. Finally, transition rituals allow performers to take on their onstage persona, to don a character that is braver, more confident and outgoing than their regular selves, allowing them to shed their self-consciousness as they perform in front of others. Common transition rituals involve costumes, makeup and shoes, particularly for dancers, and sometimes superstitious rituals specific to the artists. Personally speaking, I have found transition rituals to be empowering amongst my students. I had a particular teenager who had significant challenges at home and a physique she was not yet proud of. 
She was consistently bottom of her performance class until she began to create a transition ritual to adopt and develop an on-stage persona. Prior to each performance, she would take herself to the gym and shower, reapply makeup, redo her hair, and then put her school clothes back on. This time alone, working on shedding her school persona allowed her to shift her headspace into a performance mindset. The consequences of this change lifted her performance from bottom of the class to the top, gaining her the performance prize for her graduating year and a place in a selective performing arts degree. Creating a pre-performance routine that reliably creates an optimal performance mindset takes time, self-awareness and experimentation. It is important for students to make decisions that are based on the research and then respond with what they intuitively think will help them most. Do they need to calm down or rev up prior to a performance? What tools will help them do that? Do they need to become more confident and forthright? What tools do they respond to? Do they need time alone or should they be around others? How would you go about introducing your students to pre-performance routines? How would you help them to develop a routine that worked uniquely for them? Do you discuss with them the option of creating an on-stage persona, a personality that allows them to be more confident and brave in performance? Perhaps you could share your ideas in the chat below. If you'd like to learn more about how to develop performance confidence in your students, head over to the Performing Arts PD website and check out our Promoting Performance Excellence course. I'm Sarah Marshall. Thanks for listening today. Next week's topic is an interview with me, Sarah Marshall, so you can find out a bit more about me, founder of Performing Arts PD, and learn more about the work I do with students, assisting students with performance anxiety. To ensure you don't miss it, hit the subscribe button now. I hope you have a great week helping your students to bring out their best.